if you say yes, you'll never regret it. Mm -hmm. If you say no, you always will. You know how you feel about your meaning. So really from a worldly perspective, you would look at she walks away Mm -hmm. and she's caretaking her meaning. Never regret that. Alicia, I've known you for many years, but tell me, tell me pretty much your, your story, your background. Okay. You know, I am married to Gary, mm-hmm. and uh, we have three sons, Garrett, yes. Alex, and Weldon. And you've also had now some health problems with children. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've gone through some scares yeah. that a lot of parents, uh, none, you'd never wish it on anyone, yeah. but God brought you through. Tell me about that for just a moment. Yeah. Please. So our son Weldon, when he was about 14, uh, he came to me and said, you know, Mom, my heart is racing a lot. So he comes to me one night at the house and he says, it's happening right now. And he was white as a ghost and clammy and I put my hand on his heart Mm -hmm. and I thought that boy's heart was gonna come out of his chest. I have never felt a heartbeat that fast. We went to the doctor, uh, she listened to his heart and she said, you need to get to a cardiologist. Mm -hmm. And after a series of tests, um, he had two conditions, SVT and EAT. So they explained to us that he needs surgery. They were able to burn it off. It's a 95% success rate for that sort of surgery. So he has only a 5% chance that it would ever reoccur. What a and blessing. you've seen him. He's yes. here Healthy praising the Lord, be. playing the guitar, singing, yes. leading worship. Yes. And well, that, and that's got to be for a, a parent. That would just take years off your life in a way. And the good is because you had a faith. I can I can only imagine the kind of yeah. concern you've got that, you know, Lord, this got to be in your hands. There's nothing else we can do. That's right. And, and the last thing he wants for your child to go through something. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Um, you you're, you were at one time vice president of marketing mm-hmm. over at, uh, at Masterville mm-hmm. with John McLemore. When you came on there, there was a different dynamic that came, and it was during that time y'all really hit some explosive growth. Mm. You got to be a part of that journey. Uh, it went from, like, you know, it was, it was more known in the South, like, and suddenly it became known everywhere and yeah. took off. And, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, My tenure there, I saw it um, more than double yeah. in size, and that's really, you talk about explosive growth, that's mm-hmm. huge. That's so that was the hardest thing to also walk away from yeah. at the end of that. How so long did it take you to kind of start thinking about, did, yeah. did you, was there a wrestling in your spirit at some time? Yeah, I was wrestling with God and not being obedient to him asking yeah. me to leave and I could not find rest in my spirit. Mm-hmm. And so it was miserable for me because it was a spiritual battle going on. Mm-hmm. About a year before I left, the Lord really started sending me some clear messages mm-hmm. to walk away. Mm-hmm. And I like to think I've been pretty obedient to the Mm -hmm. Lord in my journey, but for me, I also look back on my life and think I never didn't have a plan for Mm -hmm. what's next. So it felt very uncomfortable when the Lord didn't say, leave for this. And the question mark just wasn't tracking with me. And my life verses are Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Mm -hmm. And I have to remind myself, you know, I've got to trust in the Lord with all my heart, lean not on my understanding. Mm And I was reminding myself, Alicia, lean not on your understanding. I need to yeah. acknowledge him and he'll make the path yeah. straight. But he never promises that he's going to give you the next thing when he asks you <laughs> yeah. to take a leap. That's right. And I wrestled that out with him for a year. To say that I walked away mm-hmm. from security is putting mm-hmm. it mildly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was worldly wise incentivized mm-hmm. to stay and not leave. Yeah. 
And um, still, the day I walked out of Masterbuilt, did not know why I was leaving. Mm -hmm. The only thing I was hearing in my prayer life is, I've got something for you. Mm -hmm. I've got something for you. So I left, and um, I started, the phone started ringing mm -hmm. literally the day I left. Yeah. Hey, I heard you're leaving Masterbuilt. We sure could use your help. Hey, I heard you're using yeah. Masterbuilt. And it wasn't job opportunities, it was more consulting. Like, mm -hmm. you could come in and just look at what we're doing. Mm -hmm. So I started a business uh, so that it would be official, Denny Rose. Denny Rose, yeah. And that's a story in itself. I'll, yeah, I want to um, hear that. Yeah. So I grew up on Denny Road. That's where okay. my family farm is mm -hmm. um, in Catala. I mean, small. It's 50 mm -hmm. acres. But I grew up there. And so the question of the what he had for me was answered about um, a month or so after mm -hmm. I had started my business. My family calls me in and my Mimi had gotten cancer, gone through the treatments, and the treatments had really set her back mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. And there's my Mimi on Denny Road and not able to take care of herself. Mm -hmm. And they approached me and said, Alicia, could you take a more formal role in her mm -hmm. care? You know, we can hire in some sitters, but mm -hmm. she really wants to stay at home. Mm -hmm. And um, could you? And I went home again and talked to Gary, mm -hmm. my rock. Right. And he said, Alicia, he said, if you say yes, you'll never regret it. Mm -hmm. If you say no, you always will. I know right. how you feel about good, your Mimi. Good work. So really from a worldly perspective, mm -hmm. you would look at she's in boardrooms, she's traveling to Australia, mm -hmm. China, all over the world. Mm -hmm. She's running a team that, you know, yeah. of a lot of people. She's in her career where she wants to be. Mm -hmm. She walks away mm -hmm. and she's caretaking her Mimi. But the world would say that's a fall from accomplishment or a yeah. fall from achievement. Yeah. And I can firmly say mm -hmm. it is one of the wisest investments of my time I've ever made. Yes, yes. You never regret that. Yeah. That's right. That's a value call that goes back to just loving God and loving your family. Uh, and, and I hope even listeners will recognize it. You didn't miss anything mm -mm. in the career when you walked away, but you could have missed out the best memories of, uh, that you had with your grandmother. That's right. So. Talk about how personal the Lord is. Mm -hmm. I named my business Denny Road, and then I ended up on Denny Road for a year. Yeah. Wow. Only I'm, God could have yes, written I'm, that story. That's right. Tell me this. When you stepped into Denny Rose, what is what is Denny Rose? It's a, I know you got marketing and branding and advertising and all. Mm -hmm. Tell us what all what yeah. all you do. So I would say Denny Road is a growth consultancy. And, mm -hmm. and why do I say growth? Because it's how do you grow your business and yourself? Mm -hmm. It's business and personal growth. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, to grow teams and grow businesses, mm -hmm. you've got to grow people. It's That's right. all connected. That's right. And some specialties that we have are branding and marketing. And mm -hmm. But what I found was people were calling me in to talk about their strategic marketing plans. Mm -hmm. They would call me in to start a new brand or a new business and we'd lock arms in this journey, but there was mm -hmm. never a time that somebody hired me that I wasn't hearing that it was actually team issues or employee issues. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, all right, how can I pivot this business model where I'm helping them, you know, mm -hmm. with their team as well as their brand? And that's when I heard about the Enneagram. Mm -hmm. I have, um, there's four E's that come to mind. Okay. Okay. So when you're looking at who to hire, who to put on your teams, who to keep on your teams, who to grow, you got to look at these four E's. Do they have ego? Mm -hmm. That's good. Okay. Are they bringing ego into the conversation? Mm -hmm. You know, ego creates a barrier to getting 
the work done. Mm -hmm. I mean the kind of ego that puts self above the needs of others. Right. And they might be in that mindset of, I mean, what would this place do without me? Mm. That's ego. Because yeah, I've got an answer to that question. They'd go mm -hmm. right on with their lives. Yeah, that's right. They would. That, exactly. That's exactly what they would do. Yeah. Also, you know, another E we consider is mm. envy. Mm -hmm. You know, are they operating from a scarcity mindset mm -hmm. or an abundance mindset? Mm -hmm. Jealousy, it says, who can stand before jealousy? Mm -hmm. And it's almost the question God asks is like, very few or anyone, mm -hmm. um, and, and, and pride's the other. I've, I've only had one person, I think, in my lifetime that came up to me one time and said, Bill, I'm where I am because of pride. Mm -hmm. And he began to tell me all of it. And he was a brilliant, he was a surgeon. He said, I walked into every room thinking I'm the smartest guy in the room. Mm -hmm. And he said, today I sat in church the Holy Spirit just kept saying, you're not the smartest guy in this room. Mm. And he said, in fact, you're probably the foolish guy in the room. And he said, God began to humble him and show him all of this stuff. He couldn't wait to get his life changed. And that's a miracle. Yeah, it was. It doesn't have to be a physical healing miracle. Yeah. When God heals somebody's mind from that's pride right. and envy, that's, that's a miracle. Right. When he shows you yourself. Yeah, yeah. that's and right. And I don't think you can grow or fix. That's why I love what you do with the Enneagram. I don't think you can fix anyone else till you fix yourself. And I think you've got to work on you. And until you know yourself, Cicero said it about know thyself. Yeah. And I think if you don't know yourself, you'll get into a lot of roles that you shouldn't be in. Uh, you'll be doing things that are against your strengths. And That's so. right. That's right. And the third E, I would say, is engagement. Mm -hmm. Is this just a job for them, or are they plugged into the mission and vision of the organization? Mm -hmm. Are they just clicking a like button by mm -hmm. filling a seat when they get there and then going home? Or are they really engaging in their job? Yeah. Are they there to be, again, on mission, on vision, and mm -hmm. work together as a team? Yeah. yeah. And then the last E, which brings up the Enneagram for me, is empathy. Mm -hmm. yeah. you know, for me, one of the biggest challenges on teams is when people lack empathy. It's that mm -hmm. emotional intelligence thing. Yeah. If you expect others to see the world the way you see it, react the way you react, mm -hmm. have the same skill sets you have, you're not practicing empathy. What I wanted to find out was what are the motivations mm -hmm. and fears that are underneath and driving these mm -hmm. behaviors? And the Enneagram yeah. was a tool that did that. Tool. And so it has been an awesome tool to, for people to practice empathy and get to know themselves. If I would say anything to a business owner on the team or that's listening to this, I mm -hmm. would just say, Look, I know that you're probably thinking, look, I got a, a business to run, mm -hmm. I got finances, I got all these challenges, and now yeah. you're telling me I got to coddle and pay attention <laughs> to the know. soft skills of my employees. Yeah. And I would just say, look, your ultimate goal is to grow your business, right? Your ultimate goal is to meet your goals. So your goal is not to die, it's to grow, yeah. okay? And so if your goal is to grow, you need to understand that if we can do more to learn about that and address those things, yeah. we actually will be able to grow. That's right. But if you ignore it and you treat your employees like robots that yeah. come to the table to do a job and they don't bring their history with them, yeah. um, then good luck growing. Yeah, now how many, there, there, is there eight, nine, uh, types, basic yeah, types? there's nine types. Nine. So there's a one, it's the mm -hmm. strict perfectionist. I uh -huh. like, there's another moniker for it called the improver, because uh -huh. they just wince yeah. when you call them a perfectionist, uh, but they yeah. want to improve the world. But their motivation is to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. At the core of everything, their highest motivation is life is I want to do the right thing and yeah. be good. Yeah. Um, and then the type twos are the considerate helpers also mm. called the befrienders, and their goal is to be liked. Mm. Now when twos hear that, um, yeah. they'll wince and, oh, yeah. 
Um, yeah. I, I'll be transparent, yeah. I'm a two. Mm. And so yeah. there's a whole life story that added up to me being yeah. a two, yeah. but you realize you just want to be loved and liked. Yeah, and, and, um, and what's what not to be liked about you, so. <laughs> well, and um, the three is the achiever performer, the competitive mm. achiever, and their motivation is to outshine and be the best. Mm. That, that is yeah. what they want to do. The four is the intense creative, mm -hmm. and their motivation is to be unique in mm. the world. They want to be uh, unique and different in the world. Yeah. yeah. Now, the thing with it, let me ask you, because I was going to hire one time some people working on a camera, and I had met with this big producer first and said, tell me what I'm looking for. He said, if they're really good, they're also going to have a hard time meeting deadlines, and they don't know when to put the paintbrush up. And he mm. said, your job, the manager or whoever, is make sure, okay, you got a deadline, let's meet it, let's put it up. Because they'll never put that paintbrush up. That's right. Yeah. And a five is the quiet specialist, um, also called the investigator. And they mm. have a motiva motivational need to understand. Hmm. Knowledge is power for them. Mm -hmm. um, a six is the loyal skeptic. Mm -hmm. And they have that motivational need to be safe. You know, fear is a driving factor for right. them. So they're mm. going to be your preppers, your people yeah. that are, um, <laughs> you know, worst case scenario, they're prepared for every scenario. Uh, I wouldn't be there. <laughs> the seven is the enthusiastic visionary. Mm -hmm. And their motivation in life is to experience it all, mm. to get all the joy, all the experiences, <laughs> all yep. the squeeze out of the orange in mm. life. Yeah. And then the eight is the active controller or mm -hmm. the challenger, and they their motivational need is to be in control, mm -hmm. be yeah. in control at all times, and they don't want to be controlled. Yeah. Um, but they also are some of the best so social justice warriors out there because they look out for the underdogs. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking of um, And then the nine is the peacemaker. Mm -hmm. I'm married to the peacemaker, right. and they have a motivational need to keep balance, harmony, and peace in the yeah. world. They don't ever get too far off on the fringes, do they? I mean, they. Yeah, no, uh, they're just very steady, Eddie. Yeah. Um, but every one of these nine numbers also comes with a seven deadly sin. So there yeah. is a there's a flip side. Okay. So like for, you know, some of them it's pride, some mm -hmm. of them it's gluttony, right. some of it's lust. Mm -hmm. And so, for example, the seven. Um, they want to experience it all. I have a right. son that's a seven. Mm -hmm. He is the most joyful human being you'll ever be around. Right. But the sin is gluttony because mm -hmm. it's just, I want the most of everything. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's all joy all the time. And so a seven can have a hard time sitting in deep emotion or uh, being still um, and really addressing yeah. issues that need to get addressed. Yeah, it's not fun. No, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Do you I, know what your Enneagram number is? I really don't. I've had some people tell me I was near an eight or something like that. There's a part of me, I, I, like, I like to fix things. Let's just get it fixed. I like a mission. Mm -hmm. uh, I have no problem. I hold back, and I've learned it through the years. I have no problem saying what I think. I've had to learn over the years just no say mm -hmm. it. But if there's a problem, because I could take correction. I mean, I've had people all my life correct me. Mm. So I just always assumed, just tell them. You know, they'll get it. And, and my wife will sometimes say, Bill, don't tell them that way. You know, mm -hmm. preface it a little bit. Yeah. And no, nah, I don't have time. I'll just call them and say, look. And, 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 but I've learned what she's saying is right. But I, I care. And, and I, the biggest thing I hate about me is I care too much sometimes. Mm. I'd say, Bill, if you didn't, just put your heart out there. Mm. Um, and so that passion kicks in there. Yeah. Uh, I can be reckless, and I can, I can run over. In the early days, I did. I, I, I pushed people further than they should have gone, and they didn't have the energy to keep up. Mm. I could go night and day, and 
they'd be falling off and I'd say, what's wrong with them? And mm. then I realized over the years, they just weren't wired the same way. Uh, Alicia, I love the fact, I say this, that you, you came out of a background that, like all of us, you didn't know where he's going to end up at. Mm. You had no idea that I'd be, I'd have the experiences I've had, the children I've had, the husband I have, all this. It's kind of like you just say, Lord, I'm, I'm walking through this course of life. Sometimes I did it on my own. Then I came to a place where I let you, but I never knew what that next day, what that future would be like. And I look at your life now and I say, here's a lady I respect, but you really have done it right. And I'm glad you're healthy. I'm glad you get to enjoy this season of your life. My prayer is that God will take this business you have right now and will do it even better and more effectively than any other thing you've done, more fulfilling, and that you'll get fruit, that, that people will not only find their personalities and their, and their temperaments, but that they'll find faith through it too. And that's, from the outside, people look at you and I do with respect. Well, and so, I appreciate that more than you know. And you know, this uh, is not a comfortable seat for me. Uh -huh. um, you know, sitting here and sharing my story and sharing, I, if you had asked me to come and help uh -huh. you share your story, uh -huh. or if you'd asked yeah. me to prop up somebody I was working for or with, mm -hmm. that's my jam. I mm -hmm. love to be in the corner of the room yeah. propping somebody up. And it's a real challenge for me to share my story. Yeah. And I think that, you know, yes, I hope someone listening to this thinks, you know, I got some good nuggets yeah. for my business. Yeah. But if the nugget you took today mm. was to set your eternity. Yeah. Yeah. And if what the conversation we had today mm -hmm. does good for the kingdom yeah. more than good for my That's business, right. yeah. then this was a worthwhile it, appointment. It was. It really was. And I'm, I'm grateful. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for watching this episode of the BP Leadership Podcast. Now, if you enjoyed this episode and all of our other ones, we need you to do a few things for us. We need you to subscribe to the channel if you have not already. We need you to like these episodes, comment on these episodes, and share them with a friend. We want the world to see the incredible content that Bill Purpose is consistently pushing out right here on this platform. BP Leadership Podcast. So make sure you do that if you haven't subscribed already, whether that's on YouTube or all of our awesome audio platforms that we're listed on so that everybody can hear this. So make sure you like, you comment, you subscribe, and you share the BP Leadership Podcast.